down to 44 at 60. At a business event in early 2019, your host Trevor Lee foolishly agreed to run the 2021 Classic Quarter, a 44-mile ultramarathon on the coastal path from the UK's most southerly point, Lizard Village, to the UK's most westerly point, Land's End. Okay, it's time to lace up the running shoes, load up on carbs and gels, and get this show on the Cornish coastal path. Enjoy! I do, thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> social run through the sort of the meanderings of Idlis Woods. Um, it's a social run. There are no, there is no race. No. Oh, we're going up. So, oh, good luck everybody. Here. I just Hello. came to say good luck to you all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to see you, Richard, on it, this it, lovely it's morning. All right. I haunt these woods on a regular basis, but not, but not today. No. <laughs> No, my, my gammy knee doesn't allow it today, but I wish you all the best. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, I've caught up with Claire already now. Claire, last time I saw you was at the uh, Trip Running Club Christmas party. You were having a pretty good time, weren't you? I had a very good time. I can't remember much of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> How does uh, that sort of uh, activity affect your running? Did you go up and go for a run yesterday morning? No. Frankly, <laughs> I couldn't function myself yesterday, let alone put two feet in front of myself and try and run. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that was Mr. Danny Fox trying to uh, trying to kill us all in the first big puddle. Podcasting equipment nearly went in the puddle. Joe, tell us about that big jumper you're wearing. I'm a jumper. My elf suit. Your elf suit? Cool it. The hat's a bit tight, to be honest. Is it going to be a little warm wearing that after a while? I think the jingling's going to get on my nerves in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're fed up a bit already. <laughs> You're going to need. That wasn't me, Trevor, I swear to God. This is a very unusual thing because I'm running alongside Danny in a race, which would be never happen normally. So tell us about your year running wise. Have you enjoyed it? This is yeah, amazing year. Sec uh, second year out on the trails, so yeah, completed the arc this year. So that was a big one. Done a couple of events in Spain over the mountains, so that's been fun. Okay. And uh, just nice to get out socially, isn't it? For Christmas and Yeah, yeah. Nice little pace, just a little jog round today for a change. So what have you got lined up for 2020? I've got the arc again in, in uh, end of the month. Is that the 100 mile one? Is 100 it? mile. And then Lakeland, a uh, 100 miler in July. Okay. And then I'll try and plan something for the end of the year, maybe November time. Fantastic. And see what comes up, yeah. So any special preparation you're doing for the, for the arc? What sort of training runs would you do for that? Run slow, and if I'm going slow, go slower. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done some long training runs there? Or? Yeah, I've done, uh, well, uh, the last big one was the event in Spain was 50 miles. That was about eight weeks ago, so okay, a good prep race for that. And then uh, I've been injured, to be fair, for the last sort of six, seven weeks. Okay. So this is my only my second run in about seven weeks. So. All right. What sort of injury have you had? Well, I'm hoping it's uh, not the dreaded uh, TF in your foot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully it's not that. But um, ankle, foot... 
yeah, and a viral so, illness, not very nice. So how do you prepare when you're on the start line? What's going through your head when you think 100 miles? I mean, how many hours is that going to take you? Uh, hopefully the arc under 30 this year. Okay. And uh, why am I here normally? That's about the first statement goes through my mind. Yeah? Yep. Second we start. Once you start, you get into it. Chatting to people. And I've read that uh, some people mentally a long race, they break it down and they think, right, I've got 10 miles to the first stop or whatever it might be, 20 miles. And in their head, they're just running in little sections. Yeah, I'll, I'll run in hours. Hours, okay. Yeah, so I'll say to myself, okay, I've only got five miles, four miles in this hour, get through that, get to the next thing, have something to eat. So I use food as my, uh, I'm gonna have a gel in 45 minutes and then work it like that and then break it down like that. If you start thinking I've got 24 hours to go, you, you know, you're never gonna get there. Yeah. It's just too far to get your head around, really. And on some of these episodes, a lot of people have talked about their favorite foods. Have you got a particular favorite thing you like to eat in a massive race like that? I make a mash with quinoa and sweet potato and normal potato and mix it all up. So it's purified like a baby food. Honestly, yes, yeah. I don't have to swallow, I don't have to think about it, it just goes straight in. So your crew will be carrying that round with Yeah, crew will carry that round. And then gels and the odd, uh, odd little bit of snack here and there, maybe a, a protein bar or something along the way. Yeah. And you were telling me before that you're now, you're now vegan, yeah? Yep. Uh, how long have you been vegan? Uh, July, two years, July. Yeah. Okay. And have you? Can you? Has that? Have you seen the noticeable difference to your? Yeah. I mean, I did it. Running. I did it to lose weight, and uh, I've lost only three stone doing that. So, and the running, but I think it's definitely the food choice. And I think uh, there's more and more about it these days, isn't there? And everywhere you go, you can eat, so it's not so difficult yeah. as it was. Yeah, absolutely. So now it's quite a, quite an easy thing to do. Terrific stuff. Right, we're coming to a little halt here, so thanks, uh, Danny. Thank you very much. Good no luck on the arc. Thank you. I'll see you on the course because I'm volunteering at the Penzance. Oh, stop. excellent. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hopefully, I'll see you there. So I'll catch up with you. See you getting on. What's about you running through the woods? There's always a branch ready to decapitate you, trip you up. Picking up speed now. Oh, over a little fallen tree there. This uh, today's run has been organised by. Cornwall Running Guides, Wendy and Stu, it's their first event. So look them up on Facebook and you can find out where their next events are going to be. And chances are they will be taking you to places that you've never been before. So it's great fun, there must be about 40, maybe 50 runners here this morning. Great turnout for their first event. And it's three days before Christmas. This is the great thing about running in the woods in the winter is that oh, every footstep is different and you can oh, maybe fall in a river or you've got to really keep your wits about you and it does take your mind off how long you've been running and all that stuff. Right we're crossing a lively stream here now. There we go we managed to avoid getting washed away. There we go, nearly caught me out there. <laughs> I was just about to say, got to tiptoe our way through <laughs> over, the, over these fallen tree. And uh, yeah, guess what? I got my leg stuck in the fallen tree. Right, gonna get this uh, 
This lady here. So tell us about the Brecon's 50 then that you did. Oh, it was amazing. What, what's your Lisa, name? Lisa Stockley. Lisa, Lisa, thank you very much. So when did you do that? Uh, I think it was May time this year, my okay. second attempt. So right. it was awesome run. 50 miles, is that? Yes. Yeah. 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 And as, is that the first time you've done a 50 mile race? No. No. Stupidly, no. <laughs> right, so because the reason I'm doing this podcast is I'm going to do the classic quarter in 2021. Amazing run. So I need people like you to tell me, like now, you know, all the things I, you know, things I should learn to do and about eating, drinking, or mental preparation. Anything, any top tips you can pass on to me would be great, Lisa. Do whatever works for you. Don't listen to others necessarily. Okay. So all right. That's food. enough. Then I won't bother with this don't, interview anymore. <laughs> um, I've always stayed with food sources rather than gels or supplements or anything. So I've always used proper food. What's What proper food are you talking about then? Cheese is good. Cheese. Grapes, satsumas, um, rice pudding is my favourite. Is it? Every checkpoint, a pot of rice pudding. Wow. Because it goes down easy. Don't try dry foods, really hard to eat. Okay. Um, is that cold rice pudding presumably then? Or have you got it in a yeah. flask? Or, uh... <laughs> it depends where my crew are at the time. But oh, right. normally if I'm self-sufficient it'll be cold in a pot yeah so that's great otherwise if you've got somebody kind enough to be warming stuff up for you it's yeah. lovely just stick with stuff you know don't try anything new on the day wear what's comfortable and it is a mind game rather than a physical do your training but it is a mindset and how do you prepare for that how do you how, what do you do to convince your mind that you know you're you're not doing 50 miles you're just out for a little stroll or whatever you might be thinking don't necessarily watch the clock just set goals get into the next checkpoint um just keep smiling okay talk to lots of other people around you right and enjoy it most of all enjoy it it's not it's not torture you're doing it because you want to do it great lisa that's terrific advice thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your run you you are you are wearing this tremendous uh, like Santa dress which did get caught up in the brambles earlier on but uh, no that's terrific so thank you very thank much you. indeed Enjoy. thank you right we're off bit of holly there to sort out those without leggings on Simon Simon are you a big runner uh, I do I love running I do yeah I mean I'm I do sort of one event a year. Like, you? So I'm not. I'm not. Um, what sort of event would you be doing? Uh, ultras. Oh right, great. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm recording this for an ultra podcast. All oh, right, okay. Tell me about the event you did this year. Uh, well, I did. The, I did the classic quarter. Did, oh, did you? Oh, that's brilliant. I'll tell you what. If I can run alongside you down here. Yeah. Absolutely. This is what I'm aiming for. Okay. Yeah. So my podcast is called 44 at 60. Okay. Because nice. in 2021. Yeah. I will be one of those numbers. <laughs> and the classic quarter mileage will be the other. Yeah. So, okay. you, so you, you can work out which yeah. it is. So yeah. tell me about your experience then the classic quarter as we run down and try and avoid falling over down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, um, it's probably one of the most beautiful runs I've ever done. It's, it's stunning and uh, just for that it's, uh, it's very special. Um, I have you run it just the once or I've run it just the once yeah um, well saying that uh, I think I run it about two times in training but I used to do bits just to get used to the ah that's a good time. idea that's a great idea yeah oh, it really helped because I sort of understood what was coming and, uh, and just mentally we just got into uh, you know I know what's coming next uh, I know when I need to reserve a little bit more energy lots of hills things like that okay yeah. someone told me to walk up all the hills <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's just there's some I just I mean 
I don't know how you could run up them when you're sort of coming to the end of the 44 miles. Yeah. Some of them, especially around um, uh, the Morna Cove, uh, you sort of like the boulder fields and some of the hills are, uh, and steps. Right. Like near the Minute Theatre and stuff are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it feels more like a climb than a hill. <laughs> so was, there, was this your first ultra or did you done another one? I've done one other one. Uh, this is my second ultra. I, I did the uh, one called Race to the King. Okay. Which is um, a 53 mile ultra in the South Downs. Right. Yeah, and that was, that was amazing. It's very up, then down, then up, then down. Um, and... Uh, a lot of people tell me it's also all about eating. Yes. So, any top tips for you about what you ate on the on the run itself? Uh, I always eat sausage rolls on the runs. I don't sausage rolls. Yeah, this is what I crave for some reason. <laughs> any particular brand, or no, I'm, I'm sure anything. the brands are available. Yeah, but, uh, just anything. Any sort of sausage roll. I mean, even even if it's a vegetarian sausage roll, I have that too. Okay. <laughs> so your crew has a great big box of sausage rolls out there. Well, no, my crew was my dad. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> and he had a uh, um, plastic baggie of sausage rolls, uh, okay. and I would top up. If uh, he only met me on two waypoints, right? <laughs> so I tried to carry as much as I could on my back. Yeah, great. So, listen, I think uh, it's safe for if you go off ahead of me now because we're getting down to a narrow track. But thank you very much. Listen out for the podcast. Wendy, if we've got a minute, just tell us a little bit about what you've got planned for Cornwall Running Guides. Um, yeah, so it's a project I've had in my head for a while because um, I really like trail running, going to find new routes um, and use all the public bridle paths and, and footpaths that are out there, um, keeping those accessible. So, yeah, something that I've... The plan is to take people out, show them, you know, that likes of Idlis Woods, it's not just the fire road, there's lots of other paths that you can do. Um and hopefully people are down on holiday can take them and show them the bits of Cornwall that everybody else doesn't see um, give them a better experience of Cornwall really and uh, how do people find the uh, information um, so it's all on our website which is um, cornwallrunningguides.co.uk we've got a Facebook page we've got Instagram as well um, so it's all out there when's the next have you got another one planned at the another one planned probably in the spring sort of time so okay. we'll be releasing details of that soon and um, we're also going to start up like a walk run type idea but it'll be more of a, like a couch to 5k and okay. um, so we're going to start that in Truro on a Monday night um, so details of that are on our run together website as well fantastic and um, what have you got lined up for 2020 personally running wise um, I'm thinking about maybe Manchester Marathon. I'd oh, like to. Uh, well, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in for that. Bizarrely. Oh, are you? Yeah. okay, yeah. I think yeah. there's a few people going up, so yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping to uh, get PV, so we'll see. All oh, right. And what would that be if you <laughs> um, achieve sub that? Sub three, if I can get sub it. Sub three. Yeah, that's what I'd What's like. What's your PB at the moment then? Three o five. Three o five. So you're within touching distance. Yeah. So hopefully, I'd like to think I could do it, and then I can just stick to the trail. <laughs> Which uh, marathon did you get your three o five at? Exeter. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, went to Paris. I didn't do very well there. Came back and went to Exeter and did All better. Right. Right. <laughs> Great stuff. Well, I look forward to interviewing you when you've done 259.58 at Manchester <laughs> in <it>. April. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Great stuff. Right, guys. Ready for some Yeah, really good fun. Good fun. Completely different to road running, but uh, yeah, good mix. So, with Simon Johns, and you're doing the London Marathon. London Marathon, yeah, for a charity called Victor, who um, fundraise for uh, partially um, blind uh, children and young adults so yeah so that'll be my my first ever marathon so it's a excellent big landmark so a big step up i've done uh, about 30 or 40 half marathons but ne- never a, a marathon so that's a 
step into uncharted territory, so to speak. So yes. How's the training going? I mean, you're still a few, still several weeks away as we record this. It's December yeah, and it's so in April. I've seen 17 weeks away, so uh, yeah, no, I think I've got good base fitness, but I think that's uh, been overdoing it a little bit before Christmas. Well, slight, the bit of, slight bit of shin splints, but uh, it's not going to slow me down. Just have to, <laughs> just have to manage it. <laughs> <laughs> We're slip sliding our way up this hill here. So what are you planning so long run wise part of your training? Uh, so yeah, just mixing it between work and young family. So yeah, it's just uh, 20, 25 miles a week at the moment with a sort of standard two, two lots of five, six miles in the week and then a, a long 10, 12 plus run in the weekend. So uh, of course, obviously a bit harder this time of year, is it? Yeah. yeah. Cold and dark mornings, but once you're out, it's, uh, it's fun. It's just those... Uh, Initial stages getting out of <coughs> quick shower and the crumb getting out the door, but it's all right. And if people want to sponsor you, how do they do that? do that? So I've got a just, just giving page that will uh, go up online as of January the 1st. Um, so justgiving.com forward slash Simon Jones. Um, yeah, so I'll be sending that around town on the social media platforms as of January the 1st. And yeah, certainly any fundraising amounts we appreciated. Great stuff. Well, Great stuff. the best of luck. Best of and now we're surviving on a very <laughs> steep, slippery <laughs> hill. Huh. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I don't know how we can the energy. Barely managed that. Well, I would normally run up that hill, but you know, I knew he was going to walk up it. I might have me in the back and go, oh, I think that's there somewhere. That's all part of it. That means people know it's for real. It's when I'm running along and I suddenly fall down something there. I can't even Right, good uh, opportunity right, good coming up to test out the Edward Chapman sponsored Ambassador Wigwam socks made by since 1905 by North American Indians. Right, here we go. We're going through a massive puddle. Okay, Edward, this is a great test for those Wigwam socks. There we go. Can't feel a thing. Literally. I love these Wigwam socks. I've only got one pair at the moment. I hope Santa brings me some more. But, uh, thanks for those, Edward. For those Edward. Top, tip. Top tip. You can uh, find out all about them. I think there's a link, Edward, on Edward's website, Trail Running Man. Edward, you featured, I think, in one episode six, maybe, or seven, or eight, or nine, one of those early ones. Do you listen to it? Because he talks about his adventures on the six day Kalahari Desert. So, for those of you who are listening who have not yet done a multi day event, have a listen to Edward's podcast. He is also the record holder for the most completions of the Kalahari six-day event. And I think it's now 12, maybe 13. So, yeah, have a listen to the Edward Chapman episode. Somewhere in the area where all the others are... Oh, bloody hell, that's up to your knees, that one. Goodness me, I thought I was going to disappear in that one. That was literally up to my knees. Right, let's try this one and see how far that one is. Oh, that's uh, shin height. Oh, God, that was... Uh... 
That was near. Whoa. Right, come on, let's let's push on up this hill and keep talking at the same time. This is this is a what are those things when you do two things at the same time? Dual duathlon, talking and running. Well, it's not running. God, I'm even ahead of Joe Stafford at the moment. So that's the uh, that's the end of the Cornwall Running Guide. We've been out there for just under two hours, done nearly six miles. So well done to Stuart and Wendy. Fantastic. So uh, big round of applause for them. And I can certainly recommend it. So it's Cornwall Running Guides. Look them up. They've got a website and Facebook. They've got another event coming up in the spring. So fantastic. And uh, I did record a podcast recently, which was my favourite runs of the year. And uh, had I done this one at, before then, I would have certainly included it. So it was really great. Really, really good run. So yeah, do support them. Great stuff. Right. Thanks for listening. See you next time. That's it for another episode of 44 at 60. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please do leave a review on your podcast app or wherever you download the podcast from. And we hope you've been inspired to get your running shoes on.